Welcome to Soul Essence Wellness Center's podcast, a podcast to help you connect with your highest self that features episodes combining psychology, spirituality, and energy healing. Please welcome your host, Zandra Haas, a spiritual wellness coach, psychotherapist, and psychic medium in Boulder, Colorado. Thank you so much for tuning into my podcast this week. As I normally do, I love sharing things that people around me are working on, things I'm seeing in the collective. And what's really, really silly is last week I recorded an entire podcast around all this clinical jargon, around anxiety and all this stuff. And then I went to listen back to it and none of the words actually came through. It's just this high frequency pitch into the distance. And I was pretty disappointed with it because I gave a lot to it and it took a lot for me to go back and go, okay, what's happening here? Maybe it wasn't the right information to give. And to be honest with you, I think I just pulled a lot out there and I couldn't listen back to it, of course, because it was just high pitch things. But I realized that anxiety is such a huge topic in therapy. And that's why probably the number one reason right now that I see people reaching out for support. So I'm deciding to actually take a different route. I'm still going to talk about working with anxiety today, but I'm going to mix in a little bit more of the spiritual. I'm still going to bring in psychotherapy, psychology, mostly the Buddhist psychology context as per usual. But I think it's really, really important to address and kind of help people understand that the ways that we treat anxiety can be really, really different depending on the types of sensations that we're going through, the type of person that we are in the world. I'm a big believer because I work with really sensitive, empathic, intuitive people that anxiety that's very much so tailored to someone that feels energies around them. If you can tailor anxiety treatment by understanding that it's not only someone's thought system, but it's a somatic experience that people that are more sensitive experience in the collective, we can kind of help look at both parts. When I say that too, I'll kind of dive into this a little bit, but just letting you know the background is that we're going to do a little bit more slowed down. We're going to do a little bit more wooey, but today's topic is going to be focused a lot on working with anxiety and working even with the sensations and the somatic things that can be happening in the body around anxiety. So before I dive in, a lot of people, there's pop culture stuff too in our world around TikToks and Instagrams. People are like, I have anxiety and this is how my life is. And so sometimes it can be confusing for people around like, am I an anxious person? Do I qualify for this diagnosis? So most people, when they're coming in for therapy or they're reaching out for mental health support, and if it's around anxiety, a lot of times clinicians like myself are listening for symptoms or experiences or mental patterns or emotional experiences that kind of align with generalized anxiety disorder or GAD, G-A-D is the acronym for it. And so GAD has a lot to do with compulsive thoughts, worrying, 
right? The body feeling really off, overwhelm, sometimes not being able to leave the house, go to search, like certain places, there can be more social anxiety, things of that nature. Anxiety can show up and look very different, but when you qualify for a diagnosis, it means that for a certain amount of time, these experiences are really getting in the way of your daily functioning. It's pretty common in our day and age to feel anxious or self-conscious or worried, things of that nature about going into a grocery store or having to talk to someone, <laughs> you know, like our, our technology world is really separating us in a lot of ways from personal one-to-one contact in our world. So a lot more people I'm seeing have social anxiety because they're just not practicing being with people as often. I work with a lot of psychic kids and teenagers and I see that a lot. This sense of being able to text someone or send them like a vulnerable voice message, but not being able to look eye to eye with someone in person. It's a really interesting skill that's sort of dwindling in our younger populations. But I think one thing to really speak to here is that if we're looking at anxiety, a lot of treatment models around anxiety really focus on thoughts. Because a lot of people say, well, I don't know. I just woke up and I felt really anxious, almost as if the body is just deciding to be anxious or to have this flighty, etheric, overwhelmed, heavy kind of sensation in it. And so regular psychology talks about how basically it is our thought system that starts worrying and saying what if over and over and over again. And then our body responds to it because it thinks that our thoughts are real. A lot of times anxiety can be summed up as what if it's the body going, what if this goes bad or not the body, the mind saying, what if this goes bad? What if I fail? It starts in, in the attempt to try to protect us when we wake up in the morning. It starts to think about every possible thing that could happen, all these different roads or inlets. But a lot of times that's not very helpful because we jump into the future we start imagining every possible thing that could go wrong in a way to protect ourselves or try to control. But what it does is as we think more and more about what could go wrong or the place we might not be enough or we could fail, the body starts reacting. It can actually go into fight, flight, or freeze. So it can actually start having this really big sensation coming through it. And if you know anything about fight, flight, or freeze, when your system starts responding in that way, we actually even have physiological changes. Our digestion shuts down, our mouth can get really dry, our pupils can get really dilated. It's literally like in the wild as if something's gonna run after us. We have these big experiences where the body starts preparing for a threat. So imagine this, right? You got your thoughts that start mapping out everything that could happen. And usually that's happening because we don't feel enough. Like if we were to pull back before our thoughts even start going really, really fast, most of the time the core feeling or thought or value in our space is that we don't feel enough or we don't trust ourselves or we're scared of something. There's fear. And usually that causes us in this very cognitive world to start overthinking every situation to try to feel better, but we feel worse and then our body reacts to it. And all of a sudden we're running away, we're anxious. And then we start reaching out for different things to calm our nervous system down, but it doesn't really help a lot of the time. It can be temporary. 
So what I want to say is that one thing I'm noticing from this sort of model is that if you have someone that's very sensitive, empathic, intuitive, meaning they pick on higher levels of things in the environment, certain frequencies, rhythm, feelings, emotions, all that kind of stuff gets picked up more easily. Most people that are sensitive, empathic, intuitive right now feel overwhelmed on a daily basis because they can feel this energy that's really stirring strongly in the collective. So from a spiritual level, there are a lot of people that I'm seeing, there's a trend that a lot of people over the last few years are starting to learn about shadow work or realizing the places in their life where they don't have their full freedom. They'll say, man, like I have never really processed how hard it was to be in this family system. And maybe having a poor experience with my mom caused me to be really afraid of making friends with women. Or you might notice something that happened in your life, you avoid certain places, right? Or maybe you had a hard time growing up with certain siblings and you can feel that when you meet new people, you're really mistrusting or you're really more introverted and kind of held back and you don't want to be like that. Maybe you're like, oh, I wish I had more freedom. There are experiences in our life that really, really shape us and they really shape the ways that we exist in the world. Right? So I share a lot on this podcast about my growing up patterns about being really, really grit oriented, really worker. And it's caused for me to have a lot of preferences around the ways that I work well, the people I want to be around. Sometimes it, it creates that preference and that really hard boundary. And I talked about this a couple podcasts ago as well around sometimes for me, I, it made me realize and kind of switch in a lot of ways around really needing people and having this fear of missing out and really leaning on people for connection. And then it caused me to actually shut down and not need people. And I had to relearn all these things, right? So I see people showing up with greater awareness and a desire to heal things every single day. Like I said, shadow work, people becoming more willing to look at things, to heal things, to be in more of a place of freedom. More and more people are doing the work, right? So you hear that a lot in therapy. Are you doing the work? Meaning, are you freeing yourself? Are you allowing yourself to be your most authentic, best self? Are you clearing out all these patterns or ways that you get stuck in, right? So I talk on this podcast a lot about all the ways that I'm learning and growing and doing work and having realizations to kind of help you kind of connect with me around like, oh, I do that too. Or like, oh, that could be interesting to work with that. And like I said, the reason I brought up anxiety in this particular podcast episode is that there are ways to work with our mind around our thinking and that connection to body. But if you're empathic, sensitive, intuitive, I'm seeing a lot of folks coming in trying to do this work around healing themselves. And they're like, I'm waking up every day and I'm feeling overstimulated or it feels like body doesn't feel right in the world. And yet when I look in my present time experience, when I look at my thoughts, I'm not thinking negative things about myself. I'm trusting myself. I'm not being critical of myself. I'm not being fearful. A lot of folks are coming in and saying, this feels different. 
I'm not thinking negative things. I'm not going out of fear. I'm healing this stuff. But why am I waking up and feeling like something isn't right? And so what I've been talking to people a lot about is that it's not just us disconnected from the world. When you're a sensitive and empathic person, you can feel energy at higher levels. So if you're in a community or a collective or a culture, right? Or a belief system that's going through something hard, you are not separate from it. You're going to feel it. And that's why when we do healing work on ourselves, we heal other people and vice versa. So if you've been waking up every day feeling off or ungrounded, but you can't really figure out what's happening in present time. You look at your life in present time and go, okay, I'm feeling like my life is going really well. So what's happening? Two things. Two things could be happening. One is what I've been saying. The collective is going through its own shadow processing. People are waking up. People are starting to question things. People are going through their own big experiences and you're being impacted by it. Or you'll hear me say this a lot. If your present time experience feels really good and it feels like collectively around you, people are doing well. Sometimes that means the body is moving old energy out. And what I find interesting is that in psychology and therapy, sometimes we really nitpick things. We try to like go in and figure things out, almost like we're like digging a hole, right? To try to figure out like what's underneath there, what's in those layers. And that can be really helpful to understand things, to make meaning to things, to really like piece together what happened. But if you have old energy running through your system, what I've been learning and working on with other people is that sometimes it doesn't help to get caught in the mental game to like overthink the energy or to take it so personally. Sometimes when we're doing healing work, that energy is detoxing through us. And the more that we process it or get hooked into it or try to make meaning out of it, the more we just run in loops. Because even if we understand it, it doesn't mean that we feel any better. Just because we understand that we're anxious sometimes doesn't make the anxiety go away. We're just a more aware of it and it's still sitting there. So what I'm going to teach you today and also offer from a personal space is that I have this happen all the time. Sometimes I'll wake up and I'll go, oh, wow. I'll sort of sit and I'll breathe and I'll be like, something doesn't quite feel right. Hmm. And I'll look at my life in present time and say, I have a really good day coming up. I'm going to drop my dog off. I'm going to say bye to my partner. Right now we're in the middle of buying a house and selling a house. And even though it's stressful, overall it's going really well and I feel really positive about it. Today I get to see six or seven amazing people that are working on things and I trust them and their ability and their ways to resource themselves. I love my car. I love my office, right? I, had, I brought sushi to lunch. Like, you know, there's all these external things. I'm like, okay, there's nothing in the external. Let me check the internal. Yeah, I feel good about myself. Maybe I could have done this a little bit different, right? Maybe I could have time managed better. Those are little things. So I go, okay, nothing in my present time experience is showing that something should feel wrong. So then I check in on the energy. And I do this, it's taken a lot of practice, but most of us can really feel whether energy is current or past or future oriented. So I close my eyes and I go, okay, in present time, I feel really good. So the energy that I'm feeling, is it past? Is it future? 
or is it outside of me? If it's not in me and it's not in present time, right? Is it past? Is it future? Or is it around me and outside of me? And sometimes it'll be like a pie chart. There'll be a mixture. It'll be like, ah, okay. Kind of feels like 30 to 40% is past. And that lets me know, huh, okay. Old energy or ways of thinking or values or emotional, whatever, it's detoxing out. Great. I give myself a lot of credit when that happens. I say, oh, okay, I'm healing. Something's coming through. Great. And maybe it's a pie chart. It goes, oh, the rest is actually outside of you. You know, 70 to 60 to 70% is collectively outside of you. And I check in and I go, oh, yeah, I'm feeling the pain of like the people in Maui right now. And some of the islands have been experiencing in the fires. I'm experiencing because we're not separate. This sense of loss and empathy and community and what can we do? And I'm like, yes, I'm feeling the collective sadness and devastation and the hope and the retrying to build because we're not separate. And I feel that and I go, oh, okay, how do I want to help? How do I want to be a service? What can I send energetically, right? Rather than just sitting in the feeling disempowered because I'm feeling someone else's thing that doesn't really help. So what can I do in that moment to not match that frequency in a way where it freezes me? What can I do in an empowered way there? What would I like to act on? So that is how I handle energies. I look at those things, past, future, and what's around me. If there's nothing that can be assessed in present time. If it's a past thing, this is what I like to visualize. I close my eyes and I really like nature. So I imagine beautiful places that I have camped in nature. I imagine being in the middle of the woods, right? With these huge trees. And I imagine sitting there almost when you look up into the, into the trees, into the sky, and you can see these beautiful rays of light kind of coming down in between these big leaves, right? Almost just like patches of sunlight with all the moss and the ground. And I sit there and I take a deep breath and I say, okay, right here in present time, I'm okay. The energy that's flowing through me, it doesn't help me to get stuck into it because my body is just detoxing it out. So trying to figure out what's old and what's not working, it's kind of a waste of time to try to like figure it out. I actually just want it to be out of my space. I don't need to understand it. I don't need to go heal it. It's just moving through. And so in this space, I like to imagine that there's a really small river in the background. Maybe it's far away, but I can kind of hear the water a little bit, but I can't see it, but I can feel it and I can sense it. I know that something's nearby. And that's how I like to work with the thought and sort of the feeling somatically that we can wake up with anxiety, the sense of something's not feeling right or something's trying to work its way through my space. Right, So I check in first to say, is there anything I can do in present time? Is there any way that I can take care of myself? If it's a no and the energy is old running through, I send it love, but instead of getting tangled in it, I literally just give permission and say, okay, I'm going to go throughout my day and I might feel a little bit anxious in the same way that I might be sitting in a campsite and I can still hear a river in the background, but I don't have to be afraid of it. I don't have to feel scared that I'm going to get flooded by it. It's just moving through. It actually doesn't have to be challenging. It actually doesn't have to be this thing that I'm afraid of and that I make into an ocean. Most people don't know how to react to anxiety. They make it into an ocean, even though it's a pond or a river. So this is how I work with energy. 
It's a different way of looking at anxiety sometimes rather than trying to dive into it and fix it from a sensitive and empathic standpoint, understanding where the energy comes from, right? Timeline wise, past, present, future. And if it's inside versus outside can be really, really empowering around how to fix it. And like I said, people that are sensitive, empathic, intuitive, right? They're going to feel a lot of outside energies at higher levels. And I often witness this sense of feeling disempowered or not being able to regulate their space because it's often energy outside of them. So they end up trying to heal energy that they're not going to be able to heal in their space because it's not at the core inside of them. So you have to be really aware as a sensitive person, there's such a huge gift. You hear me say this all the time to tap into different healing energies. But it's very, very important to assess where the energy is. And if it's in the past time and you're actually really good in present time, allow it to detox through. Allow it to be like a river running through the back of your mind and go, okay, I'm going to go grocery shopping today and feel a little heightened. I'm going to feel a little anxious. And that's okay. I'm just letting the energy run through. And the more that you can allow energy to run through the faster your states shift we're not meant to stay in really difficult emotions long term that's why i love working with teenagers and kids they can shift energy so fast they can move topics because they don't hold on to things as intensely a lot of times i'll be working with parents of college students and the college student will call and be like mom i'm really stressed out and then mom will freak out for like a week and be trying to fix and help and then eventually the college student gets so annoyed because it was just like a 24 hour freak out for them and they fixed it the next day, they already felt better. So it's really, really interesting if we allow ourselves to move energy and not get hooked, it doesn't mean we don't try to understand things or dive into things, but you have to kind of feel into whether it's worth it to overcomplicate it and overthink it or just allow the energy to move through. So this is a little bit of a holistic alternative way of working with anxiety and really understanding where it comes from and how to feel empowered and how to work with it, especially for my sensitive, empathic, intuitive people. So thank you so much for listening to my podcast this week. Again, as always, it's on YouTube as well. My Instagram, if you wanna connect, I have a really, really small Instagram because I don't love maintaining it, (laughs) but I am on there. If you ever want to learn more things or be connected, it's Soul Essence Center. And then my website is soulessencewellnesscenter.com. As a psychotherapist for folks living in Colorado, my other website is soulessencepsychotherapy.com. Thank you so much. And as always, sending so, so much love. Thanks for joining us this week on Soul Essence Wellness Center's podcast. Make sure to visit Zandra's website, soulessencewellnesscenter.com to find more resources about how to transform your life. Zandra is available for private coaching, energy healings, psychic readings, and much more.